You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Time for the 49ers Rush Podcast. We are continuing our 49ers roster countdown with number 35, Kerry Hyder. Um, defensive lineman, came into the league as a tackle, then went to end. Now he's kind of playing inside and outside, and this is the monster that Chris Chris Kucerich has created. Uh, the 49ers defensive line coach has cultivated Kerry Hyder. His two best seasons have been under um, his tutelage, and... It's not even just a 49ers thing, and we're going to talk about that. Now, again, if if you're a 49ers fan, you remember the 2020 season for way too many reasons. All the injuries, you know, you had all the hype coming off the Super Bowl loss, then week two versus the Jets, everybody got hurt. And it was just, it seemed just like a wasted season. But not for Kerry Hyder, who stepped in for an injured Nick Bosa and was incredible getting eight and a half sacks. Um, so we're going to journey through Kerry Hyder's crazy journey <laughs> to the 49ers, leave the 49ers, back to the 49ers, what his you know past looks like, what he was has been able to accomplish in the NFL. But more importantly, whenever you walk away from this video, what does the future for Kerry Hyder and the 49ers look like? Because we got him at number 35. He is going to play an important role for the 49ers. Now, the size of that role... That's what's up for interpretation. Now, who is this guy? Six foot two, 275. Now, he's down to 275. Whenever he came into the league, he was 290 plus. Uh, he's 31 years old, entering into his seventh season. Now, he is from Austin, Texas, went to Lyndon Baines Johnson High School, the Jaguars, the Purple Jaguars, um, and was a business major. Three-star recruit out of Austin and chose Texas Tech, the Red Raiders. Um, now, a couple other interesting things about him before we jump into his film and kind of all those things. He's the cousin of former NFL cornerback Chris Houston, who was a six-year pro. He was a two-sport two athlete in high school, basketball, and football. Big old boy. Uh, you know, 290 playing basketball at 6'2 is interesting. He had offers from Cincinnati, Iowa State, Minnesota, Toledo, Utah, and chose to go to Tech. Now, he played 11 games there his freshman year. 
and you know was just always kind of a tweener defensive tackle to defensive end where does he really fit three four four three and it's going to take him a while to figure out where he did belong now he racked up a lot of accolades uh you know, he was first team all Big 12 from the Austin American Statesman, Phil Steele, Dallas Morning News, AP all Big 12. He was the all Big 12 defensive lineman of the year honorable mention. Um, and just kind of, you know, he was all over the place and just had a lot of success at Tech. Now, his wife, Jasmine, um, was a prominent track and field star at Arizona State, and she eventually made the 2011 World Championship team and competed in the 2016 Olympic Trials in the 400 meters. So very athletic family, a lot of success, um, and kind of transitioned from DT to defensive end in 2016, and this is not his first year with the 49ers. Now, if we look at kind of who he was coming into the NFL, 62290 <laughs> came in as a DT worked out with the defensive tackles and that's where he was projected but again always a tweener because it just struggled now his 40 yard dash 5.1 not great bench press 20 reps not great three cone 7.2 good for a DT not great vertical 29 and a half that's pretty good and so you know he gets undrafted and gets picked up and he's had a crazy journey 2014, he gets picked up by the New York Jets. Never really played for him. They, they cut him. Uh, the last roster cut, he didn't make it. But then he got picked up and signed a reserve contract after the season with the Detroit Lions. Chris Kuserik was the D-line coach there. So, rookie year, didn't get a play. Finally lands with the Jets, I mean with the Lions. They waived him, then brought him back and signed him to a contract the following year. So literally had to wait almost two years before he got significant playing time. And that's whenever he finally had a great year. 2017, 2018, he was with Detroit, went off with Detroit. Then he signed a one-year deal with the Dallas Cowboys, didn't put up much anything. Gets brought to the 49ers in 2020 on a one-year, $1.5 million contract with the 49ers. Chris Kucerich brings him over. Eight and a half sacks like we talked about. After that year, he got to cash in. The division opponents, rivals, the Seattle Seahawks, signed him to a three-year, $6.8 million deal. Freaking love to see people get paid. I hate that he signed with Seattle, but love to see people get paid. Um, and so for somebody that's bounced around the NFL and had to go through all those teams without even playing and getting cut, not even being on rosters during the season, to finally get that contract, that's huge. So congrats to him. It didn't pan out. Didn't pan out at all. They cut him after the first year. He had one and a half sack last year. We'll dive a little deeper into the analytics there. Um, and so he gets released by Seattle. Now, he got cut after one year, but he got to keep $3.6 million. So he got a little over half of the deal. Seattle had to kind of pay to steal him away from the 49ers. And the 49ers were fine with it because they got a comp pick out of it. And after they cut him, we got him back on the cheap. So the 49ers signed him March 23rd. 2022 so before the draft they signed him to a one-year one and a half million dollar contract now this contract's unique one zero signing bonus that's crazy for a vet that's crazy for a vet half of the contract is guaranteed so seven hundred fifty thousand dollars is guaranteed and that's all the 49ers owe on this so if the 49ers chose to cut him if he doesn't make the team which again this is a low-end contract for 
somebody of his stature. We'll, we'll go through what that means uh, here in a second. But it was a low-end contract. If he gets cut, 750000 against the cap. Not a big deal. If he gets traded, zero. Not one penny against the 49ers cap. And he is a possible trade candidate. Now, because of this contract... It does show he wants to be here. He wants to be with Kucerik. No signing bonus? That's crazy to me. Now, let's go through his playing time each year. Didn't play for the Jets at all. He got one game for Detroit in 2015. Uh, no starts, no stats, no anything. 2016, 16 games, two starts, eight sacks, one fumble recovery, 36 tackles. I mean, 19 quarterback hits. 2017, didn't play. 2018 Detroit, seven games, one sack, right? 2019 with the Cowboys, they paid him decent money, one sack. Played in 16 games, but nothing special. 49ers last year, or 2020, holy cow. 16 games, 14 starts. Remember, Bosa got hurt. He took over that spot ASAP. One fumble recovery, eight and a half sacks, 30 tackles, 10 tackles for loss, 18 quarterback hits. Then he goes to Seattle, seven starts, played in 15 games, one and a half sacks, 33 tackles. Just, it didn't pan out. Um, he, he needs to be with his man, Chris Kucerik. So he's got 23 starts in his career with 71 games played. Now, 20 career sacks, 141 career tackles, 28 tackles for loss. The metrics look good. They really, really do. But whenever you divide it up into the splits for Kerry Hyder with Kucerik and without Kucerik, it's bananas. Okay, so... Here we go, 2019 with the 49ers, 55 pressures, 8.5 sacks, 31 solo run stops. 2016 with the Detroit Lions, Kucerik was there as well, 55 pressures again, 8 sacks, 26 solo run stops. The numbers are consistent with Kucerik whenever he gets the snaps. Now his two best years outside of Kucerik, 2021 Seattle, 23 pressures, 1.5 sack, 15 solo run stops. Literally half the production uh, across the board, except for the sacks, they're almost non-existent. 2019 Dallas, 27 pressures, one sack, 10 solo run stops. It's like a third of the production. Now, keep in mind, he hasn't had time to play with Bosa. Now, will he be out there with Bosa at the same time? Will he be a backup? Will he be a rotation? That's left to be determined for the 2022 49ers because it is deep. It's so deep at the edge position. They have the deepest edge group in the entire NFL. I don't even think it's close. You could talk about maybe uh, Washington, maybe Philadelphia. Those are kind of the teams that come to mind, but um, maybe the Raiders. But, again, they're top-heavy. They don't have the depth behind their studs. There's no team in the NFL with the depth at defensive end like the 49ers. Nobody. Nobody. So where has he been playing? Kerry Hyder lined up with the ones um, at the left defensive end spot almost all of camp. Now, he did also line up inside on some NASCAR package type uh, stuff whenever, you know, it's the 49ers have started doing this a lot, especially last year when it's third and long or you, it's guaranteed going to be, you know, a play, a pass play or something like that. They'll send in four defensive ends. This is where Kerry Hyder, I'm not Kerry Hyder, I apologize, Arden Key had so much success last year. Can Kerry Hyder take over that role? We'll see. Um, you know, the best case scenario for Hyder is he's a rotational guy. Perfect candidate to play inside on NASCAR packages like we talked about. But, again, him reuniting with Chris Kucerich, where he's flourished twice. 
We'll have to see what happens. My uh, Carrie Hyder is like the best break glass in case of emergency. If we've seen this, you know, Bosa goes down or a bad injury takes place, he can fill in. Now, most of his sacks were not Bosa-esque where he just defeats the defensive or the offensive tackle and gets to the quarter. That's not what he is. He's a second and third chance winner. Hustle, effort, energy, motor, that's what he brings to the table. Bosa gets there quick because, you know, he's just a tactician and can kind of overwhelm people physically. That's not who this guy is. Kerry Hyder is an effort, 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 effort guy who fought his way to get here, and that continues to translate. And that's where he's kind of got his numbers. Now, there's three players that I think are in his realm, whether you look at contracts, uh, all one-year deals, whether you look at money, all very similar money-wise, and you look at kind of their veteran status. And that's Kerry Hyder, Jordan Willis, and Kamiko Ture. Those three guys, all very similar players. Now, I will say this, Jordan Willis and Ture are more speed guys, but again, they're situational defensive ends. I don't think all three of them are going to make it. Now, who's going to be cut or traded? I don't know. Because usually teams keep 10 defensive linemen. Well, the 49ers got six solid defensive ends. Do they keep six and four defensive tackles? Do they keep five and five? Or, you know, what are they going to do? Because, again, if they only keep 10, then I think possibly two of these guys are going to be gone. I think they keep 11. And there's a strong chance that Jordan Willis, Kamiko Ture, or Kerry Hyder, one of which will be traded. Um, that's kind of what the 49ers want to happen. Now, if an injury takes place, uh, the attrition through numbers will kind of solve itself. But I think Kerry Hyder is going to be here, and I got him number 35. And so I do not even see him as somebody that's like on the brink of the 53-man cut. But the impact that he can bring to the 49ers through depth and production and through understanding this scheme, he's probably been in this scheme longer than anybody else on the defensive line. Maybe you could put Eric Armstead in there, but Kassarek came over. Yeah, I think Armstead has been there longer. Um, but if you put the combined years of Hyder and Kassarek together, he's there's a reason why he was taking first-team reps um, all through minicamp and OTAs. So excited to see what he's going to do. The 49ers are spoiled at this position. Again, Kerry Hyder was basically a French starter for the Seattle Seahawks last year. That's not what he's going to be for the 49ers. Situational guy, depth guy at a position that the 49ers value a lot. Kerry Hyder's going to have a good year. Now, there will be some weeks where you might not even call his name. But you're going to be able to bring him in on that Bravo group, the backup defensive line group, and not worry. That's going to be crazy because you can finally rest Bosa, Drake Jackson, these other guys by having guys like Kerry Hyder come in with that Bravo group. So excited to see what he could bring this year. My guess, if I had to put the over-under on it, I'd say three and a half sacks uh, just because, again, I think his snaps are going to be so limited this year. But that would be a huge win. If you get three and a half sacks from Kerry Hyder, that means all the people in front of him are getting the production and the work and all the things that you want them to get. He is somebody that is there to catch you if something goes bad and we're hoping that it goes bad for the 49ers this year did you know that you can now win up to 100 times your money on prize picks with as little as four correct picks you can turn ten dollars into a thousand with basketball hockey college basketball entries today on prize picks america's number one fantasy sports app and here's what's great it, it 
you can get action on sports on more than 30 different states across the country, including California, Texas, and Georgia. On top of that, you got playoff basketball actions on the horizon, and this is the best place to take advantage of all of basketball's postseason actions. Some of these player props. Nikolai Jokic for over 10 rebounds. Anthony Davis more than two blocks. Lillard, four three-pointers made. You get to pick exactly how you want to use your bets. So download the app today. Use code 49ers49ERS for a deposit match up to $100. Again, that's promo code 49ers for a first deposit match up to $100 over on prize picks. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. And we've got a second-year sophomore player, Jalen Moore, offensive lineman because he plays tackle and guard. The 49ers love this guy. Um, Got a lot of work with the ones and twos throughout minicamp and OTAs. They just don't know where to put him. They drafted him. He played left tackle. For Western Michigan, they drafted him and said they want him at guard, and then they played him at tackle. Uh, now he's back to guard and tackle. They like him. They just don't know where the best spot is for him. So hopefully that can get resolved this year because that's going to be paramount in him finding his way into the starting lineup. You know, as a rookie, you can talk about redshirting a player and whatever else, but once you get to the second year, if you can't find a spot, then it becomes, okay, back end backup only and then before too long they're usually out of the league so we're going to be going through film and before you walk away from this video you're going to know more about Jalen more than you ever wanted to and it's going to be easy to root for him as we get going throughout the 2022 year now let's throw up some film as we go through this um talking about now there's not a lot of you know coaches tape out there for western michigan so uh the tape here isn't the ideal it's from a broadcast view uh best we can get but just not not a lot of tape out there uh so uh we have some more breakdowns up on patreon if you want to go check that out just patreon.com slash 49ers rush podcast now who is Jalen moore Jersey number 76, um, six foot four, 311 pounds. He's a big boy. Um, he's 24 years old, and he's entering into his second season. Now, he was raised in Detroit, Michigan, stayed in Michigan for you know his undergrad. Um, he played for the Consortium College Prep just in Detroit, uh, outside Detroit, Michigan. The Cougars, uh, Zach Wilson, would approve of the mascot greatly. Now, um, if you kind of look at his family, Michigan football has been his family. His cousin, Timothy Ford, 
um, was a member of the Siena Heights University football program there in Michigan. It's just kind of where they are. Now, he's majored He majored in finance, another smart kid, um, son of Letitia Price and James Moore. Um, now, prior to going to Western Michigan, he played offense and defensive line in high school and tight end. He had to gain 25 pounds his senior season to make the transition from tight end to uh, left tackle. And P.J. Fleck was his coach who recruited him. You know, P.J. Fleck's now the head coach of Minnesota. But, you know, referred to him as a hidden gem and really liked his promise overall. But he had to build into that body. So in 2016, his first year at Western Michigan, he didn't play at all. He didn't see any game action whatsoever. Then in 2017, his sophomore year, uh, played in five games. Um, and played against some prominent teams, you know, USC, um, Kent State, Idaho, some decent programs. And, you know, it, it was interesting because it seemed like you it wasn't sure which way he was going to go. Then you get to 2018, started all 13 games, played over 1,000 snaps, helped his team, you know, qualify for their fifth straight bowl season, which was a program record they played in the Potato Bowl. Um, 2019, again, second team all-max selection, started all 13 games played 982 snaps then we got the 2020 covid year which he was second team all mac again but you know he only played six games because it was capped because of covid and all those things but he was on the preseason watch list for the outland trophy and was able to kind of like bring a lot to that program he didn't miss snaps you know, people that want to complain about the 49ers having all these injury-riddled players and whatever else, not him. And, you know, they had he, – he just played. That's really all he did. Now, if you look at his athletic profile and what he brings to the position, again, he's a, he's a big boy. You know, you look at him, you know, 6'4", 311 pounds, uh, ran the 40 in a 5'27", not great. Three cones, 7'77", seven, 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 not great. Vertical 30 and a half, pretty good. But – there wasn't a lot there because he played left tackle and he was a zone scheme fit from the start, like a perfect scheme fit. There's no doubt about that. But my draft write up on him, uh, again, this was before he ever took a snap in the NFL. Um, and it, what John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan said is that, yeah, like they see him, he played every single snap at left tackle. I think he played 2,263 snaps at left tackle in his career. That's a lot of work, but they wanted him at guard. And a big reason why I, I thought that would also be the best spot for him is footwork's bad. Footwork gets exposed on the outside at the tackle position. And I think that's been the issue for Jalen Moore. Can he correct that? If he cannot correct that, he is a guard-only player. The 49ers, even though they drafted him and said long-term he will be a guard, they're still working him out at tackle. Now, in minicamp, he worked with the first team at right guard and then second team at right tackle. So the, the, who knows <laughs> where he's going to end up. Knee bend and hip flexibility are really, really bad. Again, more things pointing to guard. His hands are the best part of his game. You know, one of the things you look for in O-linemen and D-linemen is heavy hands. When they put their hands on the opponent, does it do something? He rocks people. You see the helmets pop back consistently. Gets very good work uh, and momentum on down and combo blocks. He moves people. Heavy-footed, um, but great success with zone blocks. Remember, this was a former tight end. So I wrote in my pre-draft write-up, needs to sit for a while, but easy to see he will have success at the next level. Um, and again, you know, you look at what he was able to accomplish in his three key years of starting. 
um, gave up a total of seven sacks over the course of three years. And again, that's 2,200 snaps. He gave up seven sacks. Played really, really well. Now, his athletic and player comps, um, Eldon Jenkins, Robert Hunt, Taylor Moten was 100% spot on, um, who also played at Western Michigan as well. So similar scheme, all those things. Like That's who he can be. All those guys are kind of guard-slash-tackle players. You want him to be a tackle because it's worth more. It's a bigger premium position. But I think this would be his last year at tackle. I think he's going to fail inside. Not that that's a bad thing. The 49ers drafted him in the fifth round, pick number 155 overall. Now, he did get some playing time last year for the 49ers. Had three starts, um, played in seven total games. Now, even though it says seven total games, really only played four meaningful games or snaps. Uh, the rest he was helping out in special team, you know, extra point, things like that. So offensive snaps, he got 145 and 12 special team snaps. Now, went through his pro football focus grades and kind of analytics and all of those things. He finished with a 61.9 run block grade, which we always knew he was going to be a better run blocker than a pass blocker, especially the tackle position, which is what he played last year. Um, had a 56.1 pass rush grade. Well, okay, let's throw some numbers behind that. He had 72 pass blocking snaps. Out of those, he allowed one sack, one additional quarterback hit, and three hurries on 72 snaps. Not great. Um, and let's just be really honest. When Mike McGlinchey went down, the 49ers basically had an open competition that we got to watch between Tom Compton, the vet, and Jalen Moore, the rookie. And they alternated quarters. And so Moore got the first shot, then McKiv or then um sorry Compton, then Moore, and they did this for basically five quarters: week ten versus the Rams, and then week eleven versus the Jags. Compton was clearly better, beat them outright, um, and just literally beat them so bad they squashed it. And so Compton started for the rest of the year and did really well. Really surprised. I I was pissed when Tom Compton made the squad on the initial 53, but he proved me wrong, and that's okay. Uh, he played very, very well. Now he's getting paid elsewhere. Now Trent Williams goes down later on in the year, and not Jalen Moore. They send in Colton McKivitz, who didn't play very well, didn't play bad. But again, where do the 49ers hold Jalen Moore? Because they do like him. They really, really do. Just he hasn't found his spot yet. He hasn't taken control and just said, this is where I belong. Um, again, took all first team reps at right guard, second team snaps at right tackle. Here's the thing that you got to watch for as we move forward in this uh, training camp and you know where he's going to fit. Because he's not a lock for this roster. I do think that he will make it, but he's not a lock. There's three guys, Justin School, Colton McKivitz, and Jalen Moore. They're battling for that number three spot. If he can't win the number three outside tackle spot, now he's in trouble because there's no way he's beating out Daniel Brunskill at right guard, or if Brunskill moves to center, maybe then. But then you got the rookies, Spencer Burford, Nick Zakil. He's got competition everywhere, and this has been the 49ers – Entire MO for the 2020 season, 2022 season, sorry. Somebody's got to show it. It, it. it doesn't matter. Draft pedigree, 49ers have shown they don't care about that. Look at Trey Sermon and Elijah Mitchell. Don't care. You got to show it. It's Jalen Moore's time. Um, is there a possibility he is cut? Yeah. Not likely, but he's got to show it. Can he 
be ahead of school? Can he be ahead of McKivitz? And if he can't be ahead of those guys, you got to be ahead of those rookies, Spencer Burford and Nick Zakil. You just have to. There's no doubt about it. So he's going to make this team spot starter. I mean, there's a chance he starts week one if Mike McClinchy isn't healthy and he can beat school. But I don't know if he can. Uh, so we're going to have to see. But that's Jalen Moore. He's got a lot to prove this year. A lot to prove this year. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. A surprise, I think, for some that I have them this high on the list. Nickel cornerback Darquez Denard, former first-round pick that's entering into his eighth season and has kind of been pulled off the scrap heap as a potential starter. In fact, not a potential starter. He took every single first-team rep at the nickel slot corner spot um, through many camps and OTAs. And D'Amico and Kyle Shanahan, everybody has just very, very positive things, nothing but positive things about this kid. He's got all the talent in the world, hasn't really found his spot in the NFL, and only showed up in one game, played in one game for the 49ers last year, and that was really just a quarter and a half, uh, which, hey, guess what? Uh, We happen to have here for you. So we'll throw this up here now. Um, We did a full breakdown of every snap he had last year. It wasn't many, um, but it was in one of the most important games of the year, Week 18. Um, at the Los Angeles Rams, where the 49ers won, he came in in the third quarter at that nickel spot, played well, nothing really, you know, great or bad or whatever. If you want to watch the full, you know, video breakdown, you can head over to Patreon, 49ers Rush Podcast, just patreon.com slash 49ers Rush Podcast. Uh, you can check it out there, just type in Dark West Denard, it pulls right up, but uh, who is this guy, okay, he's you know, jersey number, which has changed a lot. He's number 31 now. He was 43 last year, 5'11", 202. Uh, he fits the exact athletic profile that 49ers love at corners, anywhere from 5'10.5 to 6'1", uh, right around 200 pounds. He's got it. He's 30 years old, so a little bit older. Um, he is from central, central, central Georgia, right by Macon. He went to Twiggs County High School in Jeffersonville, Georgia. The Cobras um, was a community communication major and he went to Michigan State he was a two-star recruit and was an athlete and a wide receiver and eventually uh, dominated I'm putting it mildly one of the best players in the country at Michigan State maybe the best football player that they have had at Michigan State as far as just accolades go in their college performance he was unreal I mean, he won the Jim Thorpe Award, right, for best defensive back in the entire country. He was unbelievable. I was really, really high on him coming out in 20, uh, 2012, and so were the Bengals, right? I mean, they drafted him the first pick at the uh, number 24 overall. Now, he played wide receiver, cornerback, and special teams re- uh, returner um, in high school, lettered in basketball and track and field. And, you know, whenever he came out, I mean, listen to all these high school accolades. Um, He was the all-star game for Georgia in 2009, two-time Associated Press All-State selection at wide receiver, named the Atlantic Journal All-State team as a defensive back, honorable mention All-State 
defensive player as a senior. He was the All-State, All-Georgia kick returner. He did it all. Uh, he really did it all. He took his team to Cobras, 11-2, and advanced to the state quarterfinals, had 50 tackles, nine interceptions in one year. I mean, he just did it all through the air, returning, whatever else. And if you look at just he had 61 receptions, 923 yards, 17 touchdown catches as a junior. I mean, he was all over the place. Um, and then once he gets to Michigan State, makes the transition to defensive back. First Spartan to win the Jim Thorpe Award. Um, first Spartan to be unanimous first team All-American. He was the Big Ten defensive back of the year. First team All-Big Ten. Big Ten defensive MVP. Nagurski trophy finalist. I mean, he has been the best player on the field all throughout high school and all throughout college. Then he gets to the NFL. And, you know, unfortunately, was drafted by a very bad team and just never really caught on. You know, 4-4-2, uh, 40 speed, he's he's quick. And, you know, that's something that hasn't been lost. 7.073 cone, not good. If you wanted to ask me, you know, why his issues were, it's change of direction. Which, man, this clip that just right there just showed, not great change of direction. But, he, again, he's against Cooper Cup. He got crossed over. Cooper Cup kind of crosses over everybody. 36-inch vertical. Um, you know, you look at his athletic comps to today's NFL. Trent McDuffie went in the first round, almost identical. Troy Pride, who was a starting corner for the Rams. He belongs athletically. But when he got drafted uh, 2014, I think I said 2012 earlier. I was wrong there. When Darquez Denard got drafted in 2014, picked 24 by the Bengals, he didn't make one start his rookie year. Played 14 games, nothing too great. 2015, one start. 2016, three starts. 2017, six starts. So it seemed like it was building up. Nine starts in 2018. Didn't play at all in 2019. And then he bounced around on some practice squads. Um, Arizona, Indianapolis, New York Giants. Then came the 49ers. Literally just picked him up in the middle of the season and threw him out there. Now, if you look at his you know entire catalog, what he's done, 25 career starts, that's a lot. 77 games played, that's impressive. So he's a vet. This is somebody you can trust. He's going to know what to do. That's why they could throw him in on such short notice in this Rams game week 18, and it pan out. Um, so 274 career tackles, three career sacks, 22 pass breakups, four interceptions, one defensive touchdown, two forced fumbles, one fumble recovery. Now, again, the thing I got to throw out there, remember, very, very important. And if you want to watch the rest of this, uh, there's quite a, I think there's like another 12 minutes with, you know, I, all my breakdowns. I dub over and I tell you what I'm looking at. So, again, Patreon's for where you can get that. Every single play offense and defensively last two years, plus every draft pick film, uh, all you want. So, if you want to get ready for training camp, head over to the Patreon. You don't like it, um, money back guaranteed, no questions asked. So, go check that out, and it supports the show. Now, why do the 49ers like him? They've got a lot of bodies there. Diamandor Lenore hasn't really panned out there. He's working mostly outside. Dante Johnson's taking snaps there as well. They let Kwan Williams go. Um, you know Samuel Womack, who I think eventually will win that job. I don't think they're going to trust him early on. I think he's going to be on a similar career path as Ambry Thomas, where you let him sit, you let him rest, and if Darquez can't pull the slack, then you throw in Samuel Womack. So. I have him starting week one. That's why I have him number 33, right? Most important 49ers for the 2022 season. This season, that's why I got him number 33. Uh, he's going to be the starting nickel 
week one. Can he hold the job? That's a whole nother argument. But again, I, I've said this several times, and I, I'm very, very, I, I buy into this. 49ers had a top 10 defense in 2021. They will have a top five defense in 2022 if two questions can be answered. Number one, the number two safety, Talanoa Hufunga, can play adequate. And the second question is, can the slot corner roll for the 49ers just be average? You don't need Pro Bowl level play. You don't need all pro level play. Just average NFL quality starter. The 49ers will have a top five defense in the NFL. Question that's a big if though. And Darquez Denardo, guy that we have here, the coaching staff loves him. They absolutely love him. They trust him. He's got the pedigree. He's got the athleticism. He's got the experience. Just has never really put it together. So we will be watching Jersey number 31. He was 43 last year, and he's number 33 on our list now. If he can come through, that 49ers defense is going to be almost unstoppable. I want to say thank you to Anthony, Josh, the executive producers of this entire series. Man, we're at 33. We're getting close, baby. We're just going to keep counting them down. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.